Well, hello, and thank you for joining us for another episode. Um, I know that last week it was a day late. Sorry, but it was a holiday, and um, uh, Monday was a holiday. <laughs> yeah. it, was a, it was an extra Sunday, and uh, so we we posted the next day. But um, I hope you I hope you caught it, and I hope everybody's doing great. I hope everybody's doing having a great week. How about you? Uh, week's gone okay. You know, the deal is whenever you start the year like this, we start, you know, New Year's Day is Monday, and then you have the holiday, you have Martin Luther King Day, and you, you always get thrown off in the week. Like, I, I, I keep messing up the week. Like, I'm old enough to know how this works, to go, what do you mean it's not Thursday? You know, and and it's embarrassing. And then you miss a point. I don't know about you, but I've missed appointments. You know, I've missed phone calls, and and people get upset. Like, can't you follow a calendar? And so it's kind of kind of embarrassing that I haven't reacted well to, you know, Mondays being off days. And so uh, so I'm trying to just catch up and get the balance of 2024. I'll be honest with you, for for both of us, 2024 kind of stinks. Like I'm looking forward to 2025. You know, like I'm ready to throw this whole year away already. <laughs> Me too. And it's so funny because it's like every year you get hopeful, like this is going to be a better year. <laughs> I mean, yes. I knew this wasn't going to be a good year for me. I knew that going into it. I'm still trying to enjoy the most of it. But Dave, let me ask you a question. You do not use the calendar on your phone with alerts and I, reminders? I, I, I do. And I and I mean, I am. this is how I do it. I literally put a ton of stuff in my phone calendar. I write it down on a desk calendar. And then I keep a list of things to do every single day. And for some reason, I've been thrown off. I don't. I don't know why. I can't keep track. Maybe I, I'll be honest with Nicole. Here, here's the most embarrassing thing: is I need glasses. Okay, and I do have glasses. I have them right here, but I, I don't like to show people that I need glasses. So a lot of times, I can't. I just can't. I just can't straight see. And so I, <laughs> I never okay, walk around sure? with my glasses. Are we sure that you've just not been digging back into that bag of gummy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, haven't. I, was, I told you it freaked me out. Edibles? No, I have you been doing those edibles? No, I have not. That was a one-time yeah. deal that went horribly wrong. So no, I, I haven't. But it's okay. it's the fault of not being being able to. I think see is that I, you know it's like how big do I want to make the print on my phone? And you big. know going up okay. as big as you need it, as big as you need oh it. And God. why don't you get contacts? I'm afraid. I'm afraid that I can't get them in my eye. I remember watching my dad and my dad would be like in the bathroom. He'd be like this, trying to catch it in his eye. I'm like, it doesn't work that way, dad. So, <laughs> so it's the glasses thing. I just, I don't know why I, I, I try and fight the age thing. And I think when I put the glasses on, I just don't want to, in my head, it hurts me that I look old. I don't know. You know, uh, you can make them a fashion statement. Young people wear glasses. I know it's like do. I get some people that write to me and they're like, love your glasses. Where do you get them? And then other people are like, would you quit wearing those glasses? It's like, <laughs> First of all, I need them to see when I yeah. can't see. I'm pretty grumpy. I'm pretty frustrated when everything's blurry. Second, if I have to wear things on my face all day long, I'm going to go with the fashion of it. I'm not going to go with like you know weird like trying to pretend like i don't have glasses on like the thinnest frame possible <laughs> people maybe don't notice oh people notice if you have to wear glasses you have to wear glasses you might as well make them the coolest one on the market in the moment i, I it's my opinion i'm, I'm, going, I'm with I'm you with fashion. yeah I, I, i'm with you i don't know i'd ever think well it's funny you I, i've said to nicole when we started the show I go, do you mind if i wear a baseball cap i love wearing a, a hat or i like the way i look better in a hat even though I have a full head of hair, I will I will wear a hat whenever I get an opportunity. I don't like the way I look with glasses and a hat. 
you know? Watch. It looks terrible, Nicole. It looks I ridiculous. See. I don't okay, like it. Wait, take the hat off. <laughs> take the hat no, off. No, my hair's a mess. Off. I just took a shower. Okay. My hair's soaking wet. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I look like an idiot. My hair's soaking wet. But I um, think if you look in the contacts, I don't think contacts are as scary as your dad made them seem. That's... I, I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people wear them successfully. And, and you know what? They are more fashionable, just like you said. When I was in, in school and people had glasses, people goofed on them. Do you remember when they call kids four eyes? Like, eyes what the hell? They, they, they just goofed on you when you're a kid. They get yeah. on you for everything. So well, I think it's the, yeah. yeah. Listen, Let's be they, honest. You were never teased, Nicole. I was you teased, never went through it. Not like not I didn't need glasses when I was a kid, but no, I got teased. Listen, have the last name Egg, Eggert. I mean, you know, the 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 abundance of jokes you can come with egg. Um, but you know, with the glasses, it's like you might as well make them fun. Like, yes. Not That's putting true. the same old boring pair of, you know, I want to make them fun. Different ones That's with different true. outfits. Let's go. Well, I noticed. Before we went on there, you had a set of glasses that I hadn't seen before. So you got you have another set. Like you do have multiple sets. Oh, I have sets everywhere. The ones that I had on when you, you when I when I was first talking to you, these are so funny because these were the first pair I ever got. They're the most comfortable ones, but I need to get the lenses re replaced in them because they are so smug. They're like permanently smudged and scratched. And oh, no. they like they just look terrible. I remember wearing them and my daughter goes, can you even see through those glasses? And I was like, <laughs> remarkably, I can, but I know I need to get them. I know I need to get them, but they're just the lightest, most comfortable pair. You know, you have that one pair that are your favorites, yeah. like with sunglasses or anything. But then I left them next to the stove and like part of it got burned. <laughs> oh, no. Part of it like melted just a little bit. So I kind of feel embarrassed to take these in and go, can you put new lenses in them? But they're just my favorite pair of frames. They're just the... I mean, I can fall asleep in these frames. I wake up in the middle of the night and like take them off because I've fallen asleep with them on. They're they're just so comfortable. They're my favorite <laughs> one. So That's I can't awesome. let them go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, I want to get into what I hope was a happy occasion for you. Uh, the last show we did it was the day before your birthday. Did you have a great birthday? I did have a really fun birthday. Um, a couple friends of mine and my daughter, we went to... Um, to Smokehouse, that restaurant, which I just love. It's so old school. It has so much history. Um, my dad used to take me there when I was little. They have some of the best cool. prime rib. Um, and, you know, and I was just showered with love. I really was. And, you know, I just wanted to have a good day. That's all I care about is just, you know, having a good time. And, and we really did. So, yeah. I don't put a lot of expectations on birthdays. You know, these years, it, it, they can come and they go. If if you have a good time on one of them, that's a plus. <laughs> do you have a Do you have one looking back at your memory of going, that was my favorite birthday of all time? I mean, probably the most simplest ones. I mean, I've had ones where I had big, huge, extravagant parties. Um, I think maybe my 16th, my sweet 16 was a good one. Um, what did you do? Yeah. I had a party at Universal Sheraton in that in that in their penthouse um, conference area. It's like the whole top floor with great views. And remember, this was a long time ago that that, yeah. that hotel is still really nice. Oh, it might still be really nice. I just don't think I've been back since. Um, but I had and I had a huge party with you know friends from Orange County, friends from LA, and was like everybody all in one room. But you know, your 16th, you know, you're getting that driver's license. Yes. 
And I had just purchased a home um, that was, I had purchased it while I was 15 and was having it remodeled and I was just able to move into it. So I got my first new home. Um, I was a first time homeowner um, for myself and a car and my driver's license. So that was a good, that was a good birthday. That's pretty cool. Think yeah. about it. I mean, at 16, you, you purchase a home. I mean, nobody does yeah. that. And then the, at the same time, you get the new car. I mean, that's pretty cool, too. Yeah. You know, that, really uh, cool. have you noticed now? I mean, you you have a, one daughter that's obviously already old enough to get her driver's license. But it seems like kids, a lot of kids nowadays aren't in a hurry to get their driver's license. No. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them one bit. Driving is scary. It is not what it used to be. Drivers on the road are maniacs. And yep. rideshare is just so acceptable, so accessible, should I say, and um, not overly expensive if you're not going very far. And, it, you know, you split that between friends, you've got it made or your parents drop you off. I, it's absolutely true. You see thus, My daughter lives in New York. She doesn't want to drive. No. There, there's no. Yeah. Um, no. And I get it. And the price of gas. Um, insurance, insurance, what they charge for a, you know, a 16 year old, like a new driver, what they, they, they just, they rape you in the charges. It's just like, you know, who can afford that? So, um, you know, I totally get it. I get it. It's yeah. scary. Yeah. I, I just remember when, you know, let's say you and I were in high school, we knew exactly of, you know, when you get to take the written part, when you're going to, when your birthday was, when you're going to get that driver's license. I mean, it was usually always the day of your birthday that you had that driver's license ready to go. And, and I coach high school baseball and I always ask kids all the time, are you driving? And kids say all the time, not in a hurry. And then I always say, don't rush a kid that's not ready to drive. If a kid tells you he does not in a hurry to drive, don't rush them to drive, especially in southern california where it is not easy to drive no it's not and it and back then i think 16 was a little sketchy still to be able to drive but these days it's very sketchy to be able to drive at 16 because this is not about you just knowing how to drive this is like the 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 offensive <laughs> drive you know you have yeah. to be on offense like you at all times you're surrounded by people who don't care about you, anybody else on the road. Uh, you know, I go a block and you're almost in like two accidents. It's like, you know, you have to be fully aware and ready. And that only comes with experience. That's not like something you learn on your driver's test or in driver's ed, you know, this offensive defensive driving. It's, um, it's, it's real. It's real. And I'm, I'm, I'm a decent driver. So it's like, if, if I'm scared out there, you know, I don't think anybody new or nervous should be doing it. It's okay. Were you ever a, a road rage person? Like, do you ever get mad at other drivers? No. Do you ever flick someone off, run the horn, anything like that? Oh, I'm sure I've flipped people off. And I definitely honked the horn because on my way to carpool, in, in, in school in the morning on the way, I kid you not, and the kids can attest to this, and um uh, one of the kids commented the other day, oh, I know, my mom's complaining about the same time. Nobody stops at stop signs. Yeah. They just go flying right through them. And you're like, wait a minute, hello? I don't have one. You have one. And it's, you know, early morning people probably late to work or trying to get to wherever they're going too quickly. And um, we are having to slam on our brakes and honk at somebody at least four times a week. At least. Yeah. And that's just, you know, that's wild. That's and, and we're in residential neighborhoods. We're not in, we're not like on major streets. We take residential streets the whole way there. Like slow down. Slow down. 
There's dogs. There's there's squirrels. There's dogs. There's kids. There's you know moms just trying to get their kids to school. You're not going to get there any faster by running the stop sign. Yeah, hey, set your alarm clock earlier. You know, it's not it's not the kids' fault that you're running late. You know, so no. don't stop running the stop signs in the neighborhoods. No, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I've it's funny. I've changed you know again one, the one of the 180s that as far as I've changed as I got older. I used to be one of those guys that got really upset in traffic. Like I would get out of the car upset <laughs> that guy. Oh. And, and, um, and I've changed so much on that because, you know, you're all of a sudden you're hearing about shootings and, and I have a son who likes to run the horn and he'll say, you got to run the horn on that guy. And, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to give the dirty look. I'm not going to flick him off. I'm not going to do any of that stuff. And so it's so easy to just flip everybody off, <laughs> but now I'm just afraid of getting shot at this point. You know, you don't know who has a gun. A hundred percent. You don't know who has a gun. Like, yeah, it's not talk about not worth it. That is not worth it. And it's just not worth your frustration. I will hit the horn only if it's to stop from being hit. Like if it's like, yeah, if it's going to help avoid an accident, I don't honk at somebody just because they cut in front of me or, you know, they did something stupid. Literally when they're running their stop sign and they're about to T-bone us, I will honk my horn. But, you know, to that point, to your point, when I remember being pregnant with my oldest, and I don't know what I did, but I was driving up La Brea in Hollywood, and some guy got was so furious with me and got out of the car, and I was so pregnant and so emotional, and he was screaming in my face, and I was like, wow, and you could clearly see I was pregnant, and I just wow. was like, who gets out of the car and screams? At a pregnant woman or anybody, you know, in particular, but a pregnant woman. And I just was like, you know, it makes me and when I see people act out in anger and stuff like that, I always go, oh, <laughs> you know, uh, don't want to be that person, you know. Yeah, no, I've never I've never uh, gone after a woman in traffic. It's always been a guy. And it's usually the guy gets out of the car first. <laughs> it's just to set the record straight. I've never gone up to a car while somebody's sitting in the car. It's usually okay. they get out of the car and they're like, all right, I've had guys get out of the car on the freeway on me, like dead stop. On the, uh, no, on the 10, like going out of downtown towards West LA. And then people literally get out of the car, past two cars and walk back towards me. And then they never realize how big I am. I'm like, all right. So you, you think you're picking on a guy that's a small guy that you could take. And then I and get, then out, get out, out six, three yeah. and then they go, oh, that was a bad decision. That was a bad business decision. Um, but yeah, I've had that. Getting yeah, out on the freeway, on the especially freeway. on the 10, dear, yeah. that is when I would take off as fast as I could because I, I in, in a residential area, okay, you're probably not going to have a gun around here, but like on the freeway with complete, like they could be from anywhere. That's yeah. so scary. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, have, I have one really embarrassing one where it was a, it was a celebrity and and i i was the antagonist where i was like all right we're gonna we're gonna be fighting right here on the street in westwood and uh it was embarrassing when you i realized it was someone that was very well known and i just went oh my gosh like what am i doing like i gotta get a hold of myself I, I think it was it was troy aikman who was quarterback oh, yeah. at ucla and the dallas cowboys hall of famer and troy's a big dude troy's like six five but it was me and and like four other guys too, and he thought all four of us were gonna, you know, five of us were gonna beat the crap out of him in this alley in Westwood. But we tracked him down, and literally right before we started, like we were gonna fight, I saw his license plate said UCLA eight on his uh, Ford Bronco, and I went, 
shit, it's Troy Aikman. <laughs> and looking back at it, and I hear him on TV every week. I'm 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 so embarrassed that I almost fought Troy Aikman over cutting me off in Westwood. I'm thinking this hillbilly from Oklahoma didn't know how to drive. What am I doing getting so mad? You know? Yeah, I, I'm glad those days are past you because yeah, that's Long not past. good. And why does Troy Aikman have his number on his license plate? Because he was a 22-year-old <laughs> college kid. You know, oh, and it yeah, if it wasn't, if it didn't say UCLA eight, I think he probably would have got punched. <laughs> <laughs> Might have saved him, you know. Oh, but uh, again, in my head, I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? You know? Yeah, and, bad decisions on both your parts. <laughs> it was, especially mine. He was begging for us not to do anything, and and it was really embarrassing. But yeah, it's funny. I was just gonna say celebrity and leave it at that. You go, who was it? <laughs> I know, I, yeah. You think I'm not gonna ask? <laughs> I need to know. Yeah. I you completely made me tell the story. Oh my gosh. Okay, so no, wait, I have no. a product alert. Cool. Um, which is it's so interesting because there's so many of these things on the market, and everybody that's going to buy one wants the same effect. They want to be healthier. They, you know, they want to do something positive for themselves, and they're making the first effort. This stuff is not cheap. And what I started realizing is that, and what I'm talking about is like protein powders. And superfood powders and all these things because I've been making all these smoothies and all these juices and doing all this stuff. And you really be surprised what they sell in the whole in the health food stores. Yeah. So like I'm taking spirulina, if anybody's familiar with that. I think there's only like three companies on the market that do it without heat. Um like some sort of like heat uh, procedure that it goes through, which depletes it of most of its benefits. And I um I got this. It's called Organ Organic Protein. And they make it just protein powder. And they make this one that has 50 superfoods in it. Okay. Oh, great. Yeah. So it, everything in it is fantastic. Everything. I had almost purchased one. First, the first ingredient, you know, which is always the biggest ingredient, was some um, filler that I had already read about and knew that that was like something you don't want in your body. And I was like, it's the number one. And it was an organic or good for you, blah, 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 in the health food store. And the fillers that are in it, the gums that are in it, the artificial sweeteners that are in things, it's just like if you don't read the labels, you're really putting something bad in your body when you're in fact making an effort to do something great for your body. And I find that horrifying. Yeah. Like I just don't think that's fair. I think it's, you know, it, it, and it, it's just the tip of the iceberg of what is so unfair about medical and nutrition in America, because it's all about the mighty, mighty dollar. I don't know why they can't make the, the healthy food powders just healthy. I mean, why do you have to add these additives? Maybe it's cheaper. I don't know, but it's like, why bother? But it comes back to this whole thing where I feel like they, they, they give us food to make us more sick and to keep us sick. So even when you think you're doing something great, go read those labels item by item. And I mean, the one I almost purchased had one ingredient that was bad one, and it was the first one, but it was a bad one. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, you can just scan the label and think it's fine. You have to read and know exactly what each one of them are because that one is what's terrible for you. This one is not. And this one is competitively priced. I, in fact, got this one on um, Amazon. They were selling it for 26 in a lot of places. I got it for 20 
Um, cause I, I kept looking, it's a lot, it tastes fine. It tastes good. I mean, it is not, um, it's not crazy. Trader Joe's smell sells. They smell, they smell a smaller <laughs> bottle. <laughs> they sell a smaller container, but it's just that the protein, it doesn't have the superfoods in it. Yeah. Um, and that's even less expensive. So if you are looking to add something like this to your shakes, and um, smoothies and juices, whatever. I, I highly, I highly recommend this company. They are just um, kudos, kudos to Good. you, Organ, because um, yeah, because they have all the right stuff in it at the right price. So I love stuff like that. That makes me so happy. I'm glad you brought that up because again, it doesn't matter if you're male or female. It's it's one of those we all are trying to get healthier. It's the beginning of the year. A lot of people have their New Year's resolutions, but at the same time, it's people don't do their homework on it, and then you throw money away. Or basically, I used to work in the health food store, and they'd say, "Man, basically, you're just going to pee this out." You know, it's it's not going to give you anything you want. It's just it's all a money maker, and you're going to pee it right out anyway. Yeah, and in fact, there are some ingredients that do damage. Like that's, yep. that's the part that really True. chaps it's my head is like, yeah, you're hurting yourself. You're putting chemicals when you're trying to do something, you know, you're trying to do something good for yourself every day. And I just, I find that terrible, 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 terrible. So, and it, it is hard to do all the research. So if you're in the market for one, or you ever thought about trying to get one, check that one out. The taste is, it's mild. My daughter says she can taste it for me. I could taste it, but look, I'm, I, you know, I'm an adult. I will have things. It doesn't taste horrible. It, it's, I will eat things that don't taste like a dessert, you know, don't expect it to taste like a milkshake from somewhere. It definitely, you know, but I put the almond butter and the bananas in it, um, and the coconut milk and it tastes good. It does not taste bad. And, um, you know, you just have to get past that stuff to when you, when you're doing something positive for yourself. You know, it's funny. We've all done that move where we said, okay, this is good for me, but you can barely get it down. And you have to, you ever do it? You have to hold your nose to drink it because it's one sense that you take out of it. Not that it smells, but you don't taste it as much if you hold your nose. And, and <laughs> we've all, we've all tried that move and you're like, I can do this. Or you get the dessert where it says it tastes just like chocolate. And you're like the first bite, you're like, I can do this. And then by bite four, you're like, I can't do this. this Man, this aftertaste yeah. is ridiculous. Like, is that lead in my mouth? What do I taste? I yeah, I know. I really, though, I think they've come a long way with the right combinations of things to put in. So like Whole Foods has a juicing bar and I kind of just copied some of their recipes and went home and Good. did them myself. Um, so no, I did make one that was like that. And I sat there and I was like, I, I looked at my daughter. I was like, I would never do it again. She's like, I can smell it from here. And um, <laughs> I put, I put, um, a tablespoon of spirulina in it instead of um half a teaspoon. <laughs> and spirulina, um, anybody that knows, it's like an algae. It's like um, it, it's like a superfood from algae. So it has a fishy, weedy <laughs> taste to it. A lot of people take it by tablets. I understand why. I always used to take it by tablets, but I was like, I'm gonna try just adding it to these one less step. But I put way too much in the first one. And I mean, oh, but I wow. said, no, I'm going to drink it and I'm going to get an extra dose of it. And then I'll never do it again. <laughs> I'll never make this mistake again. <laughs> so now I'm like, like, if I just put a pinch of it in each one that I make, at least by the end of the day, I'll have the full serving. 
There you go. I, I yeah. just like the idea on this show. Use the phrase "chaps my hide." Have, when's the last time you've ever said that? <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> Have you I, ever said that in your lifetime? Yes, I do. I I say. Oh, you don't say pisses me off. Chaps I do my say hide. pisses me off. I say a lot yeah. of things. It's probably like my mom. <laughs> my mom speaking through me. But, yeah. <laughs> <Chaps> my hide. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's get to the mailbag. We got a bunch of them actually. All right, that I'm gonna try and get through today. Okay. Um, again, uh, Nicole's mailbag. It's right there on the website, perfectlytwistedpod.com. Right at the top, it says uh, mailbag, so you can ask your questions right through there. Um, I will try and no, I, I think the first one is pronounced Kenya is from the girl. Now you tell me it's, I think it's a girl. K Y N A is how she spells it. Is it Kenya? Kenya? What would you Kenya. guess? Kenya. Okay. Good. Yeah, I think Kenya. Yeah, that seems to make more sense, right? All right, it says, Nicole, what is something you love that everyone else seems to hate? Um, Something I love. Uh, okay, I love going to the market. Like, you like you love to shop at the market. Mm-hmm. You like the process. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And That's I love cool. coming home and unpacking it. And I, I, I love the whole market process. I can't be alone in that. Someone please tell me I'm not alone in that. But I, I am happy to do it. So when people get their groceries um, delivered, I'm mind blown. I'm I'm 100% mind blown because I am like, you didn't pick out the bananas the way you like them. You know, you didn't check the strawberry pack and the blueberry packs with your own eyes. You're just paying for it and having it dropped off uh, no 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 i have to i have to hand pick everything and you know i like to go when i'm hungry so that i buy more than yeah. what i would normally buy so we've got more food in the house so yeah i love to that go is, to the market that's interesting because you do you have to time it out a lot of times i'll go to the market when i'm starving and i'll buy so much and then yeah. i will go to the market when i just went out to dinner like on the way home and then i buy nothing <laughs> yeah and i'm like i'm I go, there's nothing in this house. Yeah, like you have to balance it out. For me, at it's least, true. I have to balance it out. Either I'm going to spend $500, I'm going to spend 50 bucks, and and uh, it doesn't work out either way. Like I have to time out what, how full I am when I go shopping. Yeah, I like you know? to go a little hungry so that I know that there's going to be snacks and meals and, you know, for the, at least for the next few yeah. days and we're going to be set. The other thing I cannot stand that people seem to love. Oh, no. No, that wasn't the question. The question was, what do I... What do, what I do love you love that, that other people seem to hate, which is, I think, true. I think a lot of people hate going to the store because you have to worry, about, especially in California, in, some, in L.A., I should say, you have to worry about even parking. You have to go yeah. and find a parking spot. I mean, yeah. there, there, there's a hassle to going shopping. So well, I like it. All right, here, One of my favorite got, things to do. I got a shopping question for you because my friends think I'm I'm strange. So when I go shopping, I go right when the store opens. Okay. And, Uh and my, my big fear is, and you're in in a much bigger bracket in this than I am is I don't want to run into anybody I know. And, (laughs) and, and the thing is, Nicole, I'm so bad with faces and recognizing people. And usually it's a parent of a kid that I coach. And unless that kid's wearing a baseball cap, I can't recognize any of the kids. And then they go, you know, coach, do you remember me? And I'm like, I've coached like 150 teams. I, I I don't. And then you feel like a jerk. And so I try and shop when I don't see anybody. Do you try and go shopping at times when you think the store is not going to be crowded because you yes. just want to do your shopping and don't want to be bothered? Well, mine's for a different reason. I yes. go because I can't stand a crowded store and I can't stand waiting in line. I'm completely impatient. So <clears throat> I will even do self-checkout because I cannot stand. I just can't wait. And I like to pack my own groceries. 
<laughs> I could go back oh, do you really? Yes. yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes, I like it. Well, like, okay, so I went to the market day before yesterday, and um, the kid who's bagging the groceries, um, he, 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 I bring, I bring my two bags. It should be plenty. And um, one of them's like half full and the other one's overflowing and he's got all this extra. He's like, so do you want a plastic bag? And I was like, no, no, no. I have more bags in the car. Put it in the, um, in the cart. But why aren't you filling up that bag? He goes, well, I had to put the eggs on the bottom. I was like, oh. you had to, you had to put the eggs on the bottom. <laughs> all right. You had to put the eggs on the bottom. I said, well, thanks for the heads up. No, just put it all in the cart. I'll deal with it when I get to the car. But you had to put the eggs on the bottom. I, was, I like to pack my own shit, you know? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I got you. I got a lady who uh, works at a store by my house, and I try to never get into her line because I'm not joking. She's 75 pounds. <laughs> And she can't lift anything. I mean, it's like it's like she has to bend the knees and two arms to put a jar of pickles in the back. And you're just like, good Lord. And then she tells you everything you buy, if she likes it or if her boyfriend likes it. I'm like, I don't oh. give a shit. Like, just put it in the goddamn bag. Yeah. And it just well, takes forever. Trader Joe's always does that, but they're really quick. So, like, I especially, I will not go to Trader Joe's past, like, 10, 10 o'clock in the morning. We all yeah. know that they all have the worst parking lots everywhere, and yep. those aisles are so small. So, I, I will not venture in there unless it's an emergency. I will not go to a Trader Joe's. But they're chatty, but they bag really quick. They move. They move uh, yeah. in those lines, but... I, I feel I feel what you're saying. I have one checker at um, my store at one of the stores I go to that I avoid, but it's only because she's mean to me. She's n I see her being nice to everybody else. It's <laughs> horrible to me. And I'm like, <laughs> if, there, if, if she has nobody in her line and there's somebody in somebody else, I'll still go in the other line. I'm like, I'm not going next to her. Uh, All right, I'm not. I'm not crazy then. That's nope. good. I'm glad you have <laughs> your theory. All right. Next nope. question by Kenya is is kind of just the opposite. Is what is something, Nicole, that you hate that everyone else seems to love? Okay. All right. Well, I was going to answer the other one. Mustard. I hate yellow mustard. I like a Do brown really? mustard. I like any kind of mustard except that fake stuff they call mustard that's not really mustard. That bright yellow. Yeah. I'm not going to name any names. Um. I, I can't understand how anybody can eat that. I really, I can't understand. Like, if you ever needed me to vomit, if you ever, if I ever ingested something poisonous and you needed me to vomit, put that in my mouth. Oh and my god! Other, yeah, another thing that I just, I, 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 with every part of my body, I hate is driving, like long drives, especially long drives. Anything over like five or ten minutes. I am. <laughs> I thought you were going to say hours. You just said minutes. No. no. Oh my God. <laughs> Last spring, let me tell you something. Last spring, I drove to Vegas for a wedding. And it is the first time I had driven since I was a, a little kid. And I got like an hour, hour and a half into this. And I was like, what have I, what have I done? What am, what am I doing? And um, it was both my kids, my sister. Um, and myself, and I was like, why, why did I not just buy plane tickets? What, what have I done? And then like two and a half hours into it, I was like, we have to stop. Like, stop in Barstow. Get out of this car. I, I, to <laughs> me, five hours in a car is, um, a, pure, pure torture. Yeah. Five hours is my limit. That's as far as I'll drive, whether it's, uh, Vegas or Phoenix. That's about as far as I go. I can't do it. five hours in an airplane is about as far as I can handle it. 
You know, I get a lot of pressure to go to Italy. No, I, I, I will never drive to Vegas again. No, like I, <laughs> you shouldn't. There's nothing for me in Vegas that I need to be driving there for. If I can't fly there, I'm not going. I, I don't even like to drive to Orange County and back. That's 45 minutes. I am. I all I can do is think about it, and it's I, I'm dreading it, and I don't know what it is. I hate I hate being confined in a car. I'm also claustrophobic, but I just hate being confined in a car for that that amount of time. Yeah, that is funny. Five or ten minutes is your is your limit. I, I swear, I thought you were about to say hours. Like if this was yeah. match game, I completely would have lost right there. <laughs> Five or ten minutes is my max save. <laughs> People are like, "Can you meet me in Beverly Hills, or can you meet me in Santa Monica?" I'm like, "What? That's like a twenty-five minute drive." No. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh -huh. All right, Nicole, have you ever had an embarrassing wardrobe malfunction on the red carpet? Oh, not really like where there was like a slip or something showed or anything like that. But I, I, I guess we could say some of my um, wardrobe choices <laughs> were maybe um, regrettable. Um, I, I would say those are probably the biggest like malfunctions I've had is maybe some of the choices of outfits I chose to wear. What is uh tell me what is the red carpet like? I mean, none of us, you know, who are, who are listening are gonna experience that. Like, what is a red carpet? Like, where do you look? When, like, do you feel like as soon as you step out of the car, you have to just smile nonstop? And, yeah. and how does it work? How does it work? Explain it to us. Yes. So um so immediately, okay, so you, you, you walk down this red carpet and then it's lined with rows and rows, a big red carpet at least. Uh, let's just talk about, you know, like a big red carpet. There's just so many photographers and they're all screaming your name and they're all from different directions because they all want you to look at their camera. Yeah. camera. So you kind of walk, you kind of like try to, you know, take your gaze in different places, but it's like, it's hard because a lot of people are, you know, posing and like they know and they've practiced and they know how they're going to look best. I'm just trying not to trip and fall down, you know, <laughs> like, please don't trip. Please don't fall. Um, and it's so for me, it's just sort of like I just try to smile and get through it as quickly as possible because it's um, it's a lot. But it's fun. Yeah. It's nice. It's harmless. They always pick the worst pictures. Um, and I just, I don't have that like posing thing down, so I'm not very good at it, but you know, it's a lot the, the, the flashing lights and they scream your name and scream your name. And then you're like, you know, it can be very overwhelming. Yeah, I, I can imagine. I mean, it seems yeah. cool to watch from the outside, but it seems like it could be very overwhelming. I mean, talk about all eyes on you, right? So if no you're kidding. one of those people like me who gets all nervous and fumbly and yeah. klutzy, um, that yeah that's exactly how you feel i get a little shaky and trembly and like you know oh god um so yeah it's really nerve-wracking but you just yeah. fake it you just fake it till you make it all the way down the end of the, <laughs> the carpet <laughs> all right i have a few more for you if you if you're in for it chris DeSoto has some for you it says uh nicole name a total badass behind the scenes that is an actor who's actually a nice guy but could actually whip someone's ass. <laughs> That's his writing. What does that mean? Wait, say that. Say that again. What does that mean? It says, name someone that is a nice guy that is that we all think is a really nice guy, but in reality, he's uh, he can be a tough guy if he has to be. 
Um, have, you, have you ever worked with an actor? You go, man, that guy's a really nice guy, but man, if, if things came to blows, this guy could take care of himself. Well, Jason Momoa. That's who um, I was thinking you were going to say. Yeah, I would have won that one in match game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Jackson. That's right. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot. Mark Wahlberg. Um, trying to think who I would want on my side. I mean, there's plenty of them. And, and you mean like in a physical, they could physically. Yeah. yeah. Nice guys. Um, nice, nice guys. But hey, if there's an altercation, they can take care of themselves. Oh, I'm sure there's more and I'm blanking on it. Um I think you named three good ones right there. I think I named three good ones, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. I think you did. Yeah, I would have got the Jason Momoa one. That would have been my on my card. I would have guessed <laughs> that's what you're gonna say. Say I got one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, uh God, these are great questions, Chris. So for me at least, I I'm curious too. What's the worst altercation you've ever seen between two actors? Have you ever seen an issue on a set? Okay. Um, I have one, okay, one, it wasn't between two actors, this first one, it was between an actor and a girl that worked for me, and the actor threw, pushed her, pushed her, he oh. threw a chair at another crew member, and he pushed her, and it was horrifying, I just was, but he kind of was so all over the place, it wasn't something like you weren't dealing with complete sanity if you know what I mean Yeah. so it was something like let's just tiptoe everybody was on eggshells with that one and then I'll tell you a good a good altercation is when I was shooting uh, just was it called just one of the girls with Corey Haim I think that's what it's called um, I was in a scene and I was supposed to having like an argument with a fellow cheerleader and she turned around and she punched me in the face, like oh, straight yeah. square, punched me in the face and broke my nose on film. <laughs> so, you know, well, I, I can't yeah. think of a better altercation than that. But otherwise, no, I haven't seen anybody like, I mean, Willie Ames and Scott Baio used to fight a lot, but nothing like throwing blows or anything like that. Just more like, um, like screaming at each other. Yeah, more like arguments going on, but um, not no. I don't think I've ever seen any actors go to blows like that. But I got punched in the face. So, so you, do you think she one hundred percent punched you on purpose, or or was it was in the scene to throw a punch and, and like miss, or was it just she just punched you in the face? <laughs> it was supposed to be that. She, she was like the head cheerleader, I want to say. And I don't know. We were having exchanging words. And she's supposed to start to walk away. And I'm supposed to like grab her arm to like stop her and be like, wait a minute. Da -da -da -da, and continue this fighting. But when I pulled her arm and turned around, she just swung on me. <laughs> and wow. I think, I know. I don't know if she was so in the moment. I, I, I want to say she just was so in the moment of this argument thing, whatever. And, um. Maybe she had some underlying issues about me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she didn't hold back. Punched me in the nose. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Is that an easy way, by the way, if there's an altercation on a set, is that an easy way not to work again? To go, you know, all right, look, that person's a headache. That person's, you know, loose cannon. We can't take a chance of hiring this person again. I mean, yeah, I think so. I, I think that nobody likes any altercations like that. But, you know, you yeah. hear stories of, you know, actors that are hard to deal with. But when they bring that money in and that their box office numbers are big and they do a great job 
you know, portraying that character, they do tend to get hired more often. I think you're seeing less and less of that and the tolerance for that kind of behavior these days. But in the past, no, not really. You know, yeah. not if they could ensure as long as they could ensure the actor and the answer, the actor could get approved by insurance. Um, they did. They, they just get rehired over and over again. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Another one from uh, Chris DeSoto. It says, Nicole, I mean, no disrespect with this question. Just curious. But was the whole Alex Rodriguez episode staged? Your agent seemed like he was trying to portray an over the top character. Okay, this is a multi-layered. This you're you just opened a can of worms there, buddy. Um, <laughs> look, look what you did, Chris. <laughs> yeah, Chris, uh, good call. Um, this show's very heavily produced, I will say. Um, you know the whole business deal, everything like this that was supposed to be going down. No, this wasn't. This wasn't a feasible thing at all. It was never going to happen. Um, and. That was not my agent. He was my manager and he, him and Alex, there was stuff you didn't see behind the scenes. And it just got to a point where it was like, we knew that this was kind of bullshit. And we knew like, it just, some things you can go along with, you know, it's bullshit and you can go along with it and you're like, fine, fine, fine. But when they turn around and start trying to make you look bad or something, or they start trying to like pin it on you, it's like, no, it's not going to work out that way. You're, and he, David, is not going to allow somebody to just ridicule him or like rip him apart when they're, you know, they're not showing the whole story. And, you know, it's just, he just had had enough. He'd had enough of the way they were, you know, trying to spin it. So like, for instance, they're like, um, yeah, well, we could, they wanted, they wanted me to run another food truck. I didn't want to run another food truck. I don't want anything to do with another food truck. I did that. I had one. They're great. It was so much fun. It was more for the kids. I'm not cut out for that kind of work. It's hard labor. It's a lot of work. Um, it's like running a professional kitchen. But the thing is, is like, they were like, um, the the truck that they they brought forward and i think it was all for camera purposes and storyline purposes but it didn't even have the proper equipment in it but then they were actually trying to get us to like sign some kind of contracts or something and we were like no I'm not signing any kind of contract for this truck that's not even properly equipped and i don't want to do this it just nothing it was like one minute they would seem really positive and like they were trying to make a good fun show and then the next moment they were trying to make it like um oh well you're not doing this because you're difficult and it was like well no we're not doing this because it's not feasible yeah and none of those and at the end of the day we knew that it wasn't real we knew that none of these jobs that they were talking about helping people start were gonna come to fruition so yeah. it just was, it kind of got into that kind of match. And, you know, listen, David, who, who was my manager and who Chris is talking about, he's a no frills guy and he's a nice guy, but he's not going to take any shit. And he's, yeah. you know, he, um, he's going to clap back. He's not afraid of anybody. He's not intimidated by anybody. Um, he, he's, he, He'll go to blows. <laughs> um, he's not gonna, he's he's just not gonna take that. And he's not gonna take it from me, who was his client. And um, of course, they only used the parts they wanted to use that of course 
worked in their storyline. And I love that production company. I really do. Um, but you know, it's just, it was, it was a funny thing. And, and, you know, and Alex Rodriguez had the earpiece in the whole time. He didn't even really, he was like being fed what to say. Exactly. And he says to me in one scene, he says, Oh, my friend, um, you know, has this food truck company and, and he has food trucks and, you know, he can really give us, um, uh, a lot of advice and we can talk about it and this and that, blah, 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 blah. And then when we cut and everything, I asked him, I was like, so where's your friend? Look, he's like, I don't know anybody with a food truck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was that kind of stuff. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> At that point we like, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, so it's like, that's I'll crazy. Play along. I signed on yeah. to do it. I'm getting paid for it. I'll play along. No problem. But when you start to make it look like, um, you know, I'm not doing my part or David's not doing his part. You know, people are going to get mad. Exactly right. Exactly. Chris, thanks for the questions. Again, yeah, if you have a question you, for the show, again, perfectlytwistedpod.com. Uh, Nicole's mailbag right at the top of the page. Uh, we'll get your question on there. Do the best we can to get it on in a timely fashion. But uh, Nicole, that was a lot of fun. It always is a lot of fun for me. I always find something out that I didn't know. So that that was cool. That was cool. <laughs> Yes, thanks for the questions, guys. I really like it too. It's funny. <laughs> it makes me think. Okay, so everybody have a great week. Don't forget to subscribe to us, like us, leave a comment, and tune in. And we will see you next week.